0: Episode 247, the PPP is now the PPP plus the PPP. It is Tuesday, January the 11th, 2021. Only 348 days to buy the crap that nobody will remember, want, or need for Christmas in 2022. For those of you who are always broke, poor, and clueless, we would like you to keep buying and making those of us who are rich even more rich. With that being said, it's time to laugh, drink, and And feed the star nosed mole.
1: This is the Paul Truestell podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truestell.
0: Well, we had something happen that doesn't happen very often. We had a uh, major problem when we were recording, and I have to redo this. That just simply doesn't happen, does it? Yeah. That was Roscoe, and Roscoe is joined by Leon Gasmax. Yes, Leon is always a uh, fine character here. Brings a different complexion and smell to what we have going on. We have the Reverend Ralph. Oh. Reverend Ralph, and of course we have Tiny Tim. Yes. Joining us will be none other than Curly Joe. Exciting me! Yeah, so we have Curly Joe now. Let's get started and talk a little bit about the PPP plan, and I wanted to uh, play this for you. And um, before we do that, understand that we picked the star-nosed mole. That's right. Because it is a swimmer. The little guy can swim. He can get under the water. And can do something that no other mammal can do. Now, he's got some really good front claws. And what he can do is he can get in there and he can smell underwater. He needs a smell and we need to employ that little guy, the star-nosed mole, because we need people to figure out and identify the BS that's out there, not only politically, but, well, mainly politically, but all across the board. With that being said, let's get started. And with that, Michael, take it away.
2: Paycheck Protection Program, Pointless Payment Prosecution. A Georgia woman was recently sentenced to 41 months in prison for fraudulently obtaining nearly $8 million in Paycheck Protection Program loans guaranteed by the Small Business Administration under the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. Hunter Van Pelt, also known as Ellen Corcoran, 49, of Roswell, Georgia, submitted multiple applications to multiple lenders for various medical practices. Mr. Truesdell, what are your views about prosecution of those who committed fraud involving the Paycheck Protection Program?
0: I can tell you absolutely unequivocally, beyond exclusion of every reasonable doubt, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, there is a national downturn that's coming. There is a loss of confidence and trust in the government and in big major organizations such as businesses and religions. Regardless of education, military, Organized religion, policing, politicians, employers, selective prosecution, public companies. One of the things I see is that individuals, other than the low-hanging fruit, are not being, well, prosecuted. Certainly. That's right. Curly Joe gets it, and it's, well, it is what it is. <laughs> and I don't know how I can make this more clear, that when you go out and levy a huge fine against a company. The only people that are paying and suffering are the shareholders. You and I who buy stock in companies, either directly or indirectly, are the ones who are paying the price. Tell me the last time you've seen a major executive, for example, look at all of the criminal and civil prosecution against drug manufacturers. I'm not going to name anyone in particular, but it's been unbelievable. But has any of them ever gone to jail? (laughs) The answer is no. No, they don't. What they would prefer is, for those of us who question this, well, they like to say, Shut up and start talking. They just want us to shut up and keep drinking the Kool-Aid as to what's going on. I'm here to tell you that I really do believe that we have some real serious issues and people are beginning to become restless the cost of living is becoming high. The lowest 25% of the income in our country, the lowest 25, the lowest quarter, earns 3.7% of the total income. That's right. The top 1%, well, we make over 20% of the total income. But what I want you to understand is that the top 1% is not your enemy. It's the top one-tenth of 1%, the people that can afford to pay hundreds of millions of dollars, In political payola for lobbyists, they can do whatever they need to do. They can bribe law enforcement, judges. We've seen this. The federal bench is dealing with a real breach of fiduciary duty by judges who are investing in companies and they're deciding cases. This is absolutely wrong. We've got a bad situation out there, and people are beginning to realize that. And you have to understand also that if you want to be rich, you also need to think and act like you're rich. And it's no surprise that people who are rich do things a little bit different than everybody else. What they don't do is they don't invest in stupid things. For example, those who are the ultra high net worth in the country, let me tell you what we do. 21% of our wealth is invested in real estate, in residential and commercial properties. That's what I've done. Those of us who are in the ultra high net worth, we don't have money in CDs, money markets, and mutual funds. And we have very little in our 401ks because it's just, it's meaningless. For the overwhelming majority of you, you need to put money in your 401ks and your IRAs. But what we do to make money is we own businesses. 21% of our income, our wealth, is based upon our investment portfolios. Only 14% of our wealth comes from our salaries, our income that we earned, earned income. So in order to be anywhere close to that ultra high net worth, what you've got to do is you've got to do what ultra high net worth people do. And you have to make big bets and big ideas, but you have to be strategic about it. You can't be stupid. And that's what we're here for, to make sure that people don't make incredibly stupid mistakes and leverage themselves to the point where they can't afford to do what they're doing.
2: I'm calling my lawyer.
0: As a result of that one, let's move on to our next item here. Now, I like the movie 21. Kevin Spacey is one of the lead actors in the movie. It's about a fellow who wants to go to Harvard Med And he's at Harvard presently, and his whole goal has been to get into Harvard for medical school. And he's a working kid. He's a working stiff. And frankly, kids like that aren't in Harvard anymore. Harvard is a place for a different group of people. They're selected based upon race, sex, and national origin. They're selected based upon who knows who. And so for the overwhelming majority of you, overwhelming majority of you, if you're going to get there because of merit and your... your, your test scores, you're not gonna get it. You gotta have an in. It's been that way, and it will always be that way as long as there are places like that. But in the movie 21, there's a real good lesson, and I'm gonna play two parts of it. Let's do part one. All right, now somebody tell
3: me something I don't already know. Anyone? Bueller. Anyone?
0: <laughs> now the Bueller references to Bueller's Day Off. It's a movie with Matthew Broderick, when he was much younger, and it's a great movie. What you have here is the professors down by the dais, but you have a rising uh, auditorium. It's not that big. It's not like a Bolton Hall at the University of Wisconsin. It's much smaller. But this would be a, a typical setting, and again, the movie is 21. Dealer. Um, um, Newton stole it. What he's talking about is Isaac Newton stole an idea, claimed it to be his own, not much different than Thomas Edison stealing things from Nikola Tesla. I'm sorry?
4: Newton stole it?
0: Yeah, and we're not talking about Tesla as the car. We're talking about Tesla, the engineer, the inventor, the mathematician, the genius.
4: Joseph Rafson published the same method 50 years earlier. If the start value is too far removed from true zero, then it fails.
0: So what we're talking about is a publication 50 years prior. Not how many people picked it up, but somebody did.
3: I'm sorry, what's your name? Uh,
4: Ben. uh, Ben Campbell.
3: Ben! So Ben Campbell suggests that Joseph Raphson was the original author of this method. Well, if that's the case, then why didn't he get any credit? Well, for one thing, Newton had a better publicist.
0: So one of the things in life, always remember, never forget, just because you can do it better than anybody else, doesn't mean that anybody's going to buy from you because there's still marketing, there's branding, there's advertising. You've got to have a publicist. So you got to get the word out. That has always been the case. It's, well...
2: I wish uh, that I had some loftier purpose, but uh, I'm afraid in the end, it's just the money.
0: It, it's always just the money. And you've got to get people to get out there and tell your story.
2: Hello. hello, hello. Start talking.
0: Okay, so we'll keep on talking. And now let's go to part two of 21. <laughs>
3: And for another, after 1700, we know very little about Raphson other than the fact that he discovered the Kabbalah about 300 years before Madonna. (laughs) All right, now, let's give Ben a chance for some extra credit, shall we? We're going to call this um, the game show host problem. All right,
0: Ben? This is also known as the Monte Carlo, Monte Hall. Uh, This is an illustration I've been using for years. For those of you who have followed me, you know I've talked about this as long as I've been podcasting, and that's been for more than a few decades. So here's the thing. This is a real thing. For those of you who are probably under the age of 40, you might not have ever watched, let's make a deal with Monty Hall, but that's the setting here. That's what he's talking about.
3: We're gonna call this um, the game show host problem, all right? Ben, suppose you're on a game show, and you are given a chance to choose from three different doors, all right? Now, behind one of the doors is a new car. Behind the other two, goats. Which door would you choose, Ben?
0: So you've got three doors door number one, door number two, door number three. The contestant's going to pick one of the doors. You're going to hear what Ben Campbell is going to do. He's going to pick one of those doors and then pay very careful attention to what happens next.
3: Uh, door number one? Door number one. Ben chooses door number one. All right, now, the game show host, who, by the way, knows what's behind all the other doors, decides to open another door. Let's say he chooses door number three. Behind which sits a goat.
0: Now Now that's real important. What did you just hear? Ben made his choice and the game show host revealed what one of the doors that was not selected had behind it. Let's replay that. Uh, Door number one. Door
3: number one. Ben chooses door number one. All right, now. The game show host, who, by the way, knows what's behind all the other doors, decides to open another door. Let's say he chooses door number three, behind which sits a goat. Now, Ben, the game show host comes up to you and says, Ben, do you want to stay with door number one or go with door number two? Now, is it in your interest to switch your choice? Yeah. Well, wait. Remember. The host knows where the car is. So how do you know he's not playing a trick on you, trying to use reverse psychology to get you to pick a goat? Well, I I wouldn't really care. I mean,
4: my answer is based on statistics, based on variable change.
0: Okay, so this is important. His answer is based upon variable change. This is a huge concept that everyone who is successful financially understands. So, for example... If we're successful, we're not gonna go out and get one of those PPP loans, not gonna do it. You're not gonna go out and commit fraud because it was the easiest thing to identify. The amount of money we're gonna waste prosecuting these people is unbelievable because the system wasn't set up properly in the first place. That's my point there. On top of that, why would you go out and bend down and pick up quarters when dollar bills are just flowing into your pockets right and left more than you can spend? And so you get those kind of situations when you get friends who are throwing money at you. Those friends who control the tax powers of the country, the law enforcement powers of the country, that's who you suck up to. You don't suck up to people who have nothing.
4: Well, I I wouldn't really care. I mean, my answer's based on statistics, based on variable change. Variable change,
3: but you just asked you a simple
4: question. Yeah, but just changed everything.
0: So when a political party changes, Okay, you have Democrats that are in control of the House or Senate and the presidency, when the Republicans, that's called variable change. You have to change your perspective, even if you don't like who's in power, based upon the fact that they are in power. And variable change applies to everything. The only one thing that's constant in life is change. There are some basic fundamental rules, which I share with you all the time, called the seven coins. Not going to do that today. But the bottom line is, you have to account for variable change.
3: us.
4: Well, when I was originally asked to choose a door, I had a 33.3% chance of choosing right. But after he opens one of the doors and then re-offers me the choice, it's now 66.7% if I choose to switch. So, yeah, I'll take door number two and thank you for the extra 33.3%.
0: Now, let me jump in and say this. For those of you who have followed me, for those of you who are clients, you know I talk about big bets on big ideas. What are examples of big bets on big ideas? Well, earlier I told you about people who are ultra high net worth, ultra high income. What do we do? We own real estate. We own directly our securities. We don't use mutual funds. We don't use ETFs. We don't put money in CDs. We don't have tons of money sitting around in money market accounts, unless that is money that's specifically designed to be used to implement, in other words, it's dry powder when the right time to buy. We own our businesses and we make a lot of money on an hourly basis when we are paid for our services. People who are employees of publicly traded companies are employees and that includes the CEO. The difference is if the CEO is the founder, well, the founder has the right to make as much money as he or she wants to make because they're the founder. And if it's based upon their stock and they go public, then yeah, they might have one hell of a payday, such as Elon Musk. So understanding what it means to be uber crazy, ultra wealthy, and in Musk's case, he paid over 10 Billion dollars in income taxes when he exercised his options. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. That is a deal that everybody should think about. But he made his money not in the stock market, he made his money by owning a company. And one of the things that he has done continually is adjust for changes in the world. You have to account for variable change.
4: Oh. When I was originally asked to choose a door, I had a 33.3% chance of choosing right. But after he opens one of the doors and then reoffers me the choice, it's now 66.7% if I choose to switch. So yeah, I'll take door number two and thank you for the extra 33.3%.
3: Exactly. People remember, if you don't know which door to open, always account for variable change. Now see, most people wouldn't take the switch out of, paranoia, fear, emotions. But Mr. Campbell, he kept emotions aside and let simple math get his ass into a brand new car. (laughs) Which is better than that goat you've been driving around campus. All right, everybody. That's the end of the day. Thank you very much. Your graded papers are down here at the end. You can pick them up on your way out.
0: So as you know, we've uh, been talking a little bit about flu-rona, the combination of the flu and the coronavirus, and it's now flu-rona. I'm going to do in just a moment, I'm going to play you something that is should result in every one of you thinking very carefully about one thing, and that is variable change when it comes to your thoughts about <laughs> Corona. I Florona.
2: Certainly.
3: Shut up and start talking.
5: I want to ask you about those encouraging headlines that we're talking about this morning, this new study showing just how well vaccines are working to prevent severe illness.
0: Now, I'm going to replay this because I want you to hear what she says. We are going to talk about how well vaccines are preventing serious illness. And when you hear this, I want you to listen very carefully as to what is said in just a moment. Here we go. I want to ask you about
5: those encouraging headlines that we're talking about this morning, this new study showing just how well vaccines are working to prevent severe illness. Given that, is it time to start rethinking how we're living with this virus that it's potentially here to stay?
1: The overwhelming number of deaths, over 75 percent, occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. So
0: really, these are people who were unwell to begin with. Stop, 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 stop. You got to understand that when we started this, we were told that the vaccine would prevent death. It would prevent infection. And I have been talking about for a long time about comorbidities. Comorbidities are things such as AIDS, alcohol abuse, anemia, rheumatoid arthritis, cardiac arrhythmia, congestive heart failure, chronic pulmonary disease, depression, diabetes, drug abuse, hypertension, liver disease, lymphoma, cancer, of all types. The big one is obesity. This nation is fat and out of shape. Remember, I talk about it all the time. Strength, endurance, and flexibility training on a daily basis with natural nutrition, hydration, and everything in moderation. Drug abuse. Yeah, let's go get high. Let's do a little coke. Eh, Meth isn't going to hurt us. Yeah, it does when you get the coronaroni, the riceroni that everybody loves to hate. Add into that hypertension, liver disease, okay? These are all things that will cause problems. If you have a paralysis, you have vascular disease, you have various psychosis, and, and you have renal failure, you are going to have a real problem.
1: Given
5: that, is it time to start rethinking how we're living with this virus that it's potentially here
1: to stay? The overwhelming number of deaths, over 75%, occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. So really, these are people who were unwell to begin with. And yes, really encouraging news in the context of Omicron. This um, means not only just to get your primary series, but to get your booster series. Um, And yes, we're really encouraged um, by these results.
0: So just keep getting your boosters and boosters and boosters can keep paying paying money to, you know, the, the pharmaceutical, get the magic formula, the secret trick, get the pixie dust, get the shot in the butt and everything's going to be fine. Oh, well, it's not fine. Here's the problem. What you, a lot of you think is that you get Corona roni and it's fatal. It's not. Okay. When Trump said things like everyday activities, like driving a car, the flu, you know, you are more likely to die from a lot of other things. This is is more like a flu. The, The reality is COVID is like the common cold. Oh, it's a bad one, but it's not a flu. It's like the cold. It's also basically airborne AIDS. If you understand the molecular structure of the COVID, you'll understand this. But the country is divided over this. The funny thing is, there is an article in The Atlantic. And the Atlantic leans left. Ain't no doubt about it. In The Atlantic article says why more Americans are saying they're vaxxed and done. And they said COVID has always divided Americans. Omicron wave is even dividing the vaccinated. Now, they're saying that in 2022, 2022, that's this year, Democrats are sounding a lot like Republicans in 2020. Now. Here's the thing, guys. What we're talking about is a big, big deal. And we cannot deny what is going on. I am an investment advisor. I look at facts. That's quantitative analysis. I look at the qualitative analysis. What's the trends? What are the fads? What are the emotions that people are involved in? This is something that we have to put in our pipe and smoke.
5: Given that, is it time to start rethinking how we're living with this virus that it's potentially here to
1: stay? The overwhelming number of deaths, over 75 percent, occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities.
0: Okay, now Sotomayor is an associate justice on the United States Supreme Court who lied and said, giving testimony, not listening to people. She's testifying as a Supreme Court justice the Supreme Court is just absolutely atrocious compared to what it was a few years ago. It has been definitely on the, on the downslide for a long time. It should be deciding constitutional issues and resolving conflicts among the various courts, but it's not. She said a million people have died when we're closer to 800,000. That's a difference with distinction. But now if we look at 800,000 based upon the research that we now have, what is the situation? Well, the situation is, what is it? 25% of 800,000, we're down to 200,000 people. So yeah, some of you have been dramatically affected, but a lot of you have gotten sick. I got sick and we've recovered. So the issue is one that involves variable change which is the reason why i played what i played before
3: uh door number one door number one ben chooses door number one all right now the game show host who by the way knows what's behind all the other doors decides to open another door let's say he chooses door number three behind which sits a goat now ben the game show host comes up to you, and you. And says ben do you want to stay with door number one or go with door number two now Is it in your interest to switch your choice? Yeah. Well, wait. Remember, the host knows where the car is. So, how do you know he's not playing a trick on you, trying to use reverse psychology to get you to pick a goat? Well, I I
4: wouldn't really care. I mean, my answer's based on statistics, based on variable change. Red alert!
3: Variable change? Well, he he just asked you a simple question. Yeah, which changed everything. Enlighten us.
4: Well,. When I was originally asked to choose a door, I had a 33.3% chance of choosing right. But after he opens one of the doors and then reoffers offers me the choice, it's now 66.7% if I choose to switch. So yeah, I'll take door number two and thank you for the extra 33.3%. And so exactly.
0: this is absolutely applicable to understand in relationship to what? Variable change when it comes to the facts and figures that we've been talking about for a long time.
5: Given that, is it time to start
1: rethinking how we're living with this virus that it's potentially here to stay? The overwhelming number of deaths, over 75%, occurred in people who had at least four
0: comorbidities. So really, these are people who were unwell to begin with. Okay, so variable change. I remember back in the 70s and 80s, downtown Tampa was basically a place where the hobos lived. It was where the dock workers lived. It was where you had the banana boat docks. You didn't have cruise lines. You didn't have any of that stuff. It was a rough place. And it was a time when you... Hello,
2: amigo chiquita banana and i've come to say bananas have to ripen in a certain way and when they're flecked with brown and have a golden hue bananas taste the best and are the best for you you can put them in a salad. You can put them in a pile. Any way you want to eat them, it's impossible to beat them. But bananas like the climate of the very, very tropical equator. So you should never put bananas in the refrigerator.
5: To have bananas...
2: You
0: must be absolutely no oh, sure, sure, sure.. And remember, it always comes down to the same thing.
2: I wish uh, that I had some loftier purpose, but uh, I'm afraid in the end, it's just the money.
0: And unfortunately, we have to deal with people and give them some respect. You people got no respect for the brain dead. And a lot of these people are brain dead are running the government.
2: You stupid.
0: They're
2: not. What's 9 plus 10? 21. You stupid. Mitch, there's something you're going to have to understand. Compared to you, most people have the IQ of a carrot.
0: And a lot of us are really
2: tired of uh, being
0: jerked around. And that's just the way it is. So the bottom line is when you have variable change, you got to deal with it. It is what it is what it is, and you cannot fight it, okay? You can't. Don't try to fight things that are facts, but when you have an overwhelming majority of people who are, well, <laughs> acting like uh, Curly, uh, right, Curly? Exciting. You got to go with it. Because when these people control law enforcement, they can shoot and kill you. When they control the courts where they can lock you away and throw the key away. When they control your livelihood, when they control the propaganda machines they can shut you down on social media you got to do what you got to do in the days of dragnet are done we're done with that so with that this doesn't just exist in only in san francisco it is everywhere so with that we're going to play a quick song for today then we'll do our disclaimer and get out of here but the key thing is variable change ladies and gentlemen variable change. This is called Best of Luck and it is a song that uh, we've picked up and uh, we need some luck right now because we got a lot of ding-dongs running things. Times today aren't any different than they were years ago. If you don't know your history, guess what you're going to do?
5: I a joyride, a hit and I thought I loved you and you thought I was fun. I'm moving on down, down the road. Watch me as I go, watch me as I go. I ways you cross me,
1: baby? I don't break I'm moving on. Hey,
0: hey, moving on. Hey, 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 hey. Moving on. Get up and move around, folks. Variable change, variable change, variable change. Keep an open mind, know the facts and adjust.
2: To wrap up, this has been the Paul Truesdell podcast. The Paul Truesdell podcast is sponsored by nobody. Why? Because paid advertising chokes and corrupts free speech. Bandwidth, production, and hosting for the Paul Truesdell podcast provided by Fixed Cost Financial. The home of fixed cost investing a true fiduciary-based registered investment advisor and manager. Visit FixedCostFinancial.com. That's FixedCostFinancial.com.
1: All aboard! A new podcast is uploaded each Tuesday and Friday. For additional insights and access to non-public content, send an email to paul at Include your name, city, and state.